0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space. I am joined by my furry co-host, Slade. I'm going to have to put some pictures up uh, for you guys of this guy, because it's been a while since he's been up on social media. You guys should see how big he's gotten and everything. But he is with me to be my partner in crime, to be my co-host, Yet again today, uh, my four-year-old German Shepherd Slade. He's recovered wonderfully from from his little procedure. Uh, He had to wear a t-shirt for a good little while uh, just to cover up the the, uh, surgery site. But he was very amenable to that and quite adorable in his shirt. But nonetheless, so first things first. Happy New Year. First podcast of the new year. So Happy New Year to all of you guys. I hope that you guys had a wonderful and safe Uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I hope that you guys have uh, committed yourselves to some goals and so forth. So, as promised, I wanted to start off today by talking about some of the things that I set my sights on myself uh, and that I worked on. And as I said last week, just because you set out a bunch of goals for yourself at the beginning of the year doesn't mean you're necessarily going to achieve all of them. So, to that end, um, when I <clears throat> excuse me, when I set up my podcast, or rather, when I set my goals for this past year, uh, there was a bunch of stuff that I set for myself. So, um, when it came to, I think I shared with you guys earlier that in 2020, one of my goals was I wanted to do 10,000 push-ups outside of my training. So, in other words outside of all my my uh, regular exercise or teaching classes or taking classes I wanted to do an additional 10,000 push-ups on top of that so last year I upped that goal a little bit I I did 10 I still did 10,000 push-ups but also squats and crunches both years uh, I realized at the end of the year by averaging it out because it's like uh, 10,000 push-ups if you do it every single day it works out to like 26 or 27 push-ups, something like that, per day. So what I did is I I did 30 a day of each of those things. And each year I realized when I did the math that I would be 50 repetitions short of 11,000. So both years, including this year, I I made it to 11,000 squats, push-ups, crunches, outside of my training, exercising, and teaching of class. For me, it was just a nice little feather in my cap, something to say I've done it's not like I think that thirty push-ups a day is going to magically transform my physique or anything. For me, it was just a mental test. It was saying I was going to set something, uh, saying I was going to set out to do something, and then doing it. Just a, that little mastery of oneself. Uh, and I did. Uh, there were a couple other goals that I had. Some goals in the school uh, that I had in terms of, of you know, uh, just some of the behind the scenes stuff that I wanted to, to get better at that I wanted to get to a higher level, and I've accomplished a bunch of those. I had some other more personal goals uh, that um, I, I was able to accomplish. One that I, I wish I had uh, spent a little more time on, but unfortunately, uh, 2021 was not a year where I had a ton of free time to work on a bunch of stuff. And that was, I had started to write a little something Uh, a little writing project that I had done with Mrs. Sensei and i had started it in 2020 and I continued to work on it a little bit more in 2021 but I didn't get it to the level that I would have liked to have gotten it to but I'll continue I'll add that to the list for 2022 excuse me so that I can get it to even better levels Um, and i accomplished some goals around my home some tasks I wanted to take care of some projects I wanted to conquer you know those like things that every single year you add to your list. Oh, I would love to do that. We were able to accomplish a couple of those things myself and Mrs. Sensei, really just two major things, uh, one in our basement, one in our garage, just some reorganization, some resetting stuff up. And we're really happy with how they've come out. And now we're looking at ways to take those things that we accomplished and make them even better, which is a a pretty cool way to start the new year. Uh, And I hope that you guys did the same. I, I, you know, I asked for some feedback, and I definitely got some feedback, and in hindsight, I should have asked for everybody's permission uh, in order to share the goal, their goals, but uh, I, I did see a, a couple of cool ones, like uh, someone who I know listens to the podcast on a regular basis and always shares stuff on social media and so forth is uh, Tiger Shulman's fighter, Brandon Cattino. Uh He's an instructor in, uh, in a few of our New Jersey schools. He's a professional kickboxer. He shared with me, and I know he won't mind, which is why. Put it out there uh he shared with me a goal about a rank he'd like to achieve that one seemed a little more personal so i'll keep down but he, uh, the number of fights he wanted to have in 2020 2022 2022 that's much harder to say than you realize uh he shared a goal with me about that as well because he hasn't been able to compete nearly as much as he liked in recent memory so that's another goal for him as well and i'm again starting this podcast reminding you something that i think is so important at the beginning of the year not only do we want our goals set? We want to follow the SMART model like we've gone over. But we also want to make sure that we're writing them down. If they're not written down, if you can't say to yourself, "Oh, look, here this this is my these are my goals. This is my list." If it's not written there, if it's not sta- if it's not staring you in the face, if there's not somewhere you can go to check it off, then how are you making sure that you're accomplishing it? You know, if you didn't write it down at the beginning of the year, at the end of the year, how do you know it was one of your things that you wanted to accomplish? So that's kind of all I have on that specific topic for today. But I did want to branch into another one that I think very much relates to how we're starting the year. Because I shared this last week that 95% of New Year's resolutions are fitness related. And that of those, 80%... Are given up on, failed upon, or something like that by February. That's a very significant percentage. And obviously, since uh, you know I'm very into health and wellness and fitness overall, I, I wanted to take to the rest of today's podcast and talk about just a thought about self care and how important that is. And now, s- self care is such a huge part of everyone's life because when you're listing out your universe and you're thinking about all the important things, all the important people, all the important places, the center of that universe is still you. You're still what it rotates all around. So this is a, a, a motto that one of my instructors, Shion Gravina, uh, shares all the time and he re- re- reiterated it in class earlier today. Uh, it's something he says all the time. It's something he got from Shion Tiger Shulman. And to me, it's a great motto to start this year if you're thinking about health and wellness this is a great motto to think about. Everything in your life gets better when you get better and nothing is ever going to get better until you get better. I'll read it again. Everything in your life gets better when you get better and nothing is ever going to get better until you get better. In other words taking care of yourself should always be your biggest priority because magically, everything gets better. Magically, everything gets better when you're feeling better. The, the simplest way to wrap our head around this, in, in my opinion, is to look at the exact inverse. Think about when you don't feel well. And that could be feel well in any, in any meaning of the word. That could be feel well in terms of physically, right? If you're not happy with your physique, if you have a cold, Let's just take that. We'll take it. It's a really simple example. If you have a cold, if you're ill, right, and you're, on the, you're at home and you're feeling terrible physically because you have that cold and you're all congested, maybe you got a fever or a headache, and you feel like junk, how is your attitude to the rest of the world? It's pretty awful. <laughs> it kind of sucks. The rest of your world, your outlook in the world kind of sucks right? You're not looking at anything in a real, real positive light. It's hard to be positive when you feel terrible. But magically, when you feel better, when you've gotten on the other side of that illness or the other side of that cold, you feel so much better and everything magically gets better. I'll give you a silly example, right? If I have a cold or something like that, which doesn't happen all that much, but on those occasions where I'm not feeling well and Slade comes over and he's doing the same kind of stuff that he always does, Slade, my, uh, my my furry co-host, the same kind of stuff like he always, do, always does, where at the end of the night, he never wants playtime to stop, and he'll just keep bringing me his ball and bringing me his, his rope, and he'll do it over and over and over again, and I'll look at the clock, and it'll be 11.45, and I'm like, Slade, no more, and he'll still do it and do it and do it, and you know, by the time we get to midnight, I'll, I'm like, okay, that's it. And I, you know, after that, I'll get a little, you know, not frustrated, but a little bit like more stern. like, okay, no more. But on the days where I don't feel well, at 9.30, that's aggravating me. At 9.30, I've had enough of him and his bringing me toys. But if we take that and we look at that in a more global sense, when you take the time to take care of yourself and to make yourself better and feel better, everything else ripples out from there. That becomes the stone that you throw in the water and the ripples are created from there. That's the key thing. See, when I say take care of yourself, I mean this in every sense of the word. I mean this, of course, since we know I'm very big on health and wellness. Of course, I mean this when it comes to exercise and nutrition and just your overall health. Right? If you are feeling better, right? if you're in better shape, if you're fueling your body in a better way, if you're taking the time to exercise, to eat properly, to burn off to, to burn off that steam, you're in a much, much better mental state, way better mental state, and your outlook on the world is way better. Right? There's no coincidence that on that anybody can tell a day that I miss a workout. If if uh, the world has uh, has driven me crazy. It's driving me crazy one day, or, or my day was so insane that I was forced to miss a workout. Man, I'm not the same that whole day. <laughs> that whole day, I'm, cra- I'm I'm a little crankier, right? Well, why? Because I didn't take care of myself first. And again, physical is the first part to start on. But then, I like I said, physical branches out, not just into exercise, but also nutrition, right? Think about it. You eat poorly, right? Think about Thanksgiving. Think about Black Friday, where you just gorge yourself. You eat way, way, way too much. That that next day, you don't feel good. You're not the greatest. You're not the greatest version of yourself on Black Friday. I, on Black Friday, man, oh man, it, it kind of There's a reason, aside from crazy, you know, crazy people in general, that people are a little nuttier in stores on Black Friday because they're not feeling great from the day before. Right, they're on the other side of feeling kind of terrible. Right, their nutrition was not good. But if you're exercising, you're eating properly, that's going to translate into uh, you feeling much better. But this also its really important when we think about things like your recovery. If you do, and in, in, When I say recovery, I don't just mean recovery from workouts. Because obviously recovery from workouts is certainly a thing. But like, we don't realize that on a daily basis, we're using our body and because we're using our body on a daily basis, we're beating it up a little bit. And our recovery from our day is related to things like our hydration level, or most importantly, most often ignored, our sleep. When our sleep suffers, we suffer too. Our outlook in the world, the way that we approach our day is not nearly as good, right? If you have a terrible night's sleep, man oh man you're just foggy uh, your brain isn't firing on all cylinders it's terrible you know not long ago m- mrs sensei and i took a took a little trip to new orleans and just by the nature of when we needed to get to the airport and when i got home from the school the day before and everything else it it was kind of tough to get to bed for any reasonable amount of time we, we slept i want to say it was three hours before getting to the airport. And then neither of us really slept on the plane because the flight was not overbearingly long. Um, We get to New Orleans and our brains just not firing on all all cylinders. We're looking at maps and we can't figure them out. And New Orleans is laid out in a pretty easy way, very much like New York City in that it's not very, it's not, you know, twists and turns and and craziness. But we had a real hard time figuring stuff out because our brain just wasn't there because we hadn't recovered from our day, from our week properly by getting a proper night's rest. People undervalue how important sleep is to your health and well-being. But I've talked about it before. I have a whole podcast episode dedicated to it, and I would encourage you to listen to it, just so that way you guys can can understand how important that part is. And, of course, psychologically, taking care of yourself is incredibly important. And, and that can mean so many things. right? Taking care of yourself psychologically is so it's such a big deal. It's such a big part of who you are as a person. Because if your mind isn't well, nothing else is either. Uh, If you've ever dealt with somebody who's dealing with something psychological, it can be very challenging to stand by and watch, to be a bystander watching your friend or your family member who's having trouble regulating their emotions or dealing with depression or anxiety. Those are very difficult things You know, to watch a loved one to go through, and they're a very difficult thing to go through yourself. So taking care of yourself psychologically could mean a physical outlet. It could mean exercise. One of the the greatest antidepressants the world knows is the endorphins post-exercise. Getting up, getting moving, getting exercising is one of the surest ways to defeat things like depression and anxiety. The harder part in that case is getting yourself moving. That's tremendous. That's huge. I mean, getting yourself moving is incredibly difficult then, but once you do the feeling on the other side is always much better. All right? The other part, the, the other thing, aside from uh, exercise that's right up there with with, uh, world's best antidepressants is the vitamin D we get from the sun. Getting out and seeing the sun is a tremendous thing for, for battling things like depression. Right? When a person is in that state, they tend to get more nocturnal. They, they tend to shift their their life away from where the sun is because the the, uh, the disease is telling you to avoid that which will fix it. But taking care of yourself, t- taking care of your own mental well-being is huge as well. That could mean talking to someone. That could mean counseling. That could mean exercise and nutrition. That could mean meditating on a daily basis. It could mean so many things. There's so many ways that you can deal with those things, but don't forget about that part of taking care of yourself as well. You need the physical, of course. You need the nutritional, of course. You need the recovery, uh, sleep, hydration, some of the other recovery things we've talked about in the past. You need to take care of yourself mentally as well in terms of your psychological state. Psychologically, you need to take care of yourself. The other thing, the, the other silent killer, and it's right up there with psychological, it's very closely tied to it, is stress level-wise. When someone is very high-strung uh, and they're very stressed out, that is so detrimental to their health. We know that stress is a tremendous killer. It, 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 there are so many negative health connotations connected to stress. So if we can defeat stress, if we can do things to mitigate that stress, that's a very, very powerful thing. That makes us so much better, right? When you're stressed out, if you're sitting there and you're working on a million things, your kid coming over and being adorable isn't as adorable as normal. right, Slade coming over and throwing his ball in my lap is not as adorable as it normally is. Each of those things, each of these pieces that we've talked about so far, your physical well-being, your nutritional well-being, your recovery, your psychological well-being, your stress level, level level well-being, those are all related to making yourself better. If you make yourself better, everything else gets better, and that that also ties into our skills, right? Uh, Joe Rogan put up a post on, on social media the other day, and he was working on some of his martial arts. And the way he started it was, working on my perishable skills. That's an interesting way of looking at it. I I read it and I was intrigued by his phrasing, my perishable skills. And that's the thing. We have so many physical skills as adults. We've done so many things in our lives that there are certain skills that we forgot we had. You know, like every once in a while I'll try to break out writing in cursive. And I'll realize there are certain letters I've forgotten how to write them in cursive because I haven't used that perishable skill in so long that it has perished. I have to look it up then just so I can continue to try to use it. And that's another thing that I think is so beneficial about martial arts is you're building and practicing perishable skills, skills that take time to get better at. And that's okay, right? Because then you come back and as you see yourself get better and better, it's such a rewarding thing when you know you're doing better than you were just a couple of weeks ago, man, that's huge. That's an incredibly powerful thing. So remember that, that little motto that I started this section of the podcast talking about, everything in your life gets better when you get better and nothing is ever going to get better until you get better. So take that and apply that to how you're starting this year. The goals that you're setting for yourself, the habits that you're making, whatever it is that you're putting in front of you for this year, make sure that the majority of are about making you and your life better, right? The simple things, right? The things that are gonna change your outlook, that are gonna take care of each of those areas of your life that I spoke about. By doing that, you're putting yourself in such a better place and everything gets better. Everything gets better, there's magic that happens where when you take care of yourself and you're making yourself feel better, magically, everything else around you seems to get better. All right, like, we've all been around those people who are overwhelmingly positive, and every time you're around them, you're just super positive. You're just so excited because their energy is infectious. That's huge. That's tremendous. Why not be one of those people? It starts with taking care of you. So, if, I'm gonna, if you're going to listen to me and I'm going to give you a mission this year, your mission starts with taking care of you. Make yourself better. Set your goals to make yourself better. Then set your system, set your plan, and make yourself better. Because then, I promise you, everything in your life will get better. So that's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can make sure that you guys leave a rate and a review for the podcast, wherever you listen to it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe so you get your new episodes every Wednesday. Make sure you share the podcast. If you have somebody that you know that in your life is not taking care of themselves first, share this episode with them or one of the other 100 episodes. Uh, You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find the podcast on Instagram at TS Smithtown Podcast. You can find more find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. And until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the map.